Hello, my name is Holly Owens, and welcome to Ed Up Ed Tech, the podcast that keeps you in the know about all the latest ed tech happenings. We interview guests from around the globe to give you deeper insights into the ed tech industry, the field of instructional design, and more. We're proudly a part of America's leading podcast network, the EdUp Experience. It's time to sit back and enjoy the latest episode of EdUp EdTech. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another amazing episode of EdUp EdTech. My name is Holly Owens, and I'm your host, and today... We have a fabulous guest with us today. We have Madeline Mortimer. She is the Global Education Innovation and Research Lead. Maddie, welcome to the show. Hi, honey. Thank you so much for having me. So excited about this session today. I didn't tell you this in our little conversation before, but my younger sister's name is Maddie too. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, I love that name. Uh, well, before we jump into all the wonderful things that you're doing at Logitech, why don't you give the audience a little bit of insight about your story and how you journeyed into this edtech space? Most definitely, I'd love to. Uh, so hi, everyone. Uh, thanks for joining today. My name is Madeline Mortimer. I'm currently the Global Education Innovation and Research Lead for Logitech uh, on the education team. And in my role, I lead research on edtech hardware so that we can create products that holistically optimize learning and teaching. And so I work very closely with our design and engineering teams uh, to make sure we're putting products into the classroom that will have a true impact. I hold a Master's of Education uh, from the Harvard University Graduate School of Education, uh, where I was fortunate enough to spend time focusing on the intersection of technology and child development. And prior to that, I was an educator and I was really excited about, you know, looking into different ways, how I can make an impact in the education space uh, beyond my Uh, initial classroom and going into the ed tech space seemed like the best fit. I'm a former educator too. And I didn't know you were a former educator. That's so, that's so amazing. And I'm glad that you were able to transition over into this space. So that's a great story. Um, So do you have any, if you're thinking of back to your journey, do you have any particular favorite education-related quotes that you can share with the audience? Yeah, so I'd say who really inspires me a lot is the work of Chan Zuckerberg and her organization, especially with taking uh, what she's coined the whole child uh, concept. So really taking a holistic approach to everything as it pertains to education, whether it's ed tech or uh, pedagogy and looking at the child from a holistic standpoint. I really use that as a North Star still uh, in the work that I do at Logitech. That's fantastic. And I that's the first time I've heard that one. So that's definitely 
um, new to me. And I do love the holistic approach. I'm a constructivist at heart when it comes to education and also learning from your experiences and bringing those and tying those in to all your learning, different types of things. Um, so you're, you're working for Logitech and that's a big company. So how would you personally define educational technology? Yeah, it's such a great question. And as you mentioned, it's such a broad uh, category and subject, and it means very different things uh, to many different people. But from my personal standpoint, I define edtech as technology that serves as a natural extension of a student or educator. So from my standpoint and all of the work that we do at Logitech on the front end innovation side is looking at how the hardware should enhance learning, but be nearly invisible within the learning environment. Oh my goodness. I love that definition. It's like, it's not, I always tell people it's secondary to the pedagogy and it should be invisible. It should just fit right in with everything that you're doing. Most definitely, most definitely. All right, so let's get into the nitty gritty of everything. Let's talk about Logitech, what you do there and how, what types of products and services you're offering. And I really want to learn more about this research lead thing, like what you're doing in that space. So tell me all the things and how you are helping institutions and organizations in education. Most definitely. So as I mentioned briefly at the start, uh, we're a team of designers, engineers, uh, ergonomists, child development specialists like myself. And we're really focused on leveraging the deep expertise and resources that we have at Logitech uh, to make an impact within the education space. And we truly believe we have uh, both the product capability and the internal team to do that. And at our core, we believe that learning is not one size fits all. And I know we've heard that a lot from a pedagogical standpoint. However, we really look at it from a tool standpoint and what's in the classroom. You know, especially with the influx of one-to-one -one devices, it's the same device for every student and the same method of learning. Um, you know, they have the laptop with the keyboard or the iPad and tablet. However, we know that students express their knowledge in different ways. They absorb and master concepts in different ways. And so we believe having the right tools to unlock the full capability of those devices is essential. Uh, secondly, you know, we, we know that creating education-first tools requires at its core an education-first design process, as we like to call it. So we make it mandatory that we work hand in hand with educators and students, uh, students across all different age ranges, different uh, particular needs, and throughout the design process, all the way from the initial concept uh, to the final prototype, we ensure that we're working side by side uh, with both the end users uh, being the students, as well as uh, educators, IT decision makers, district leaders, uh, to make sure that we're leveraging all of our resources in a way that's going to have a true impact. 
my goodness. So many great things happening. I want to know from you, what are some of your favorite projects that you've worked on recently that you can share with the audience or things that you've learned through these projects or the research? Yeah, so I'd say one of uh, the biggest areas that we're focused on at the moment and that we've infused in our latest product uh, being the Logitech pen is the importance of an ergonomic design uh, to ensure that students are comfortable throughout the whole school day and can sustain uh, focus and engagement in learning throughout both lesson periods and uh, the day itself. You know, especially because there's such an increase in the one-to-one -one devices, it's essential that students are physically comfortable with the tools that they're using. We saw absolutely. In... Yeah. I just want to say yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we did recently did a survey um, and study along with Edweek, which many of the listeners are most likely familiar with. And uh, we had a thousand different participants ranging from uh, district leaders, educators, and in this study, we found that 74% of educators say students' level of physical comfort while using edtech hardware impacts their level of engagement in learning. However, on the flip side, only around half of students um, say that they feel very comfortable in terms of physical comfort while using the edtech. And so there's really this ergonomic engagement connection uh, that has been flying under the radar. And so we work very closely with ergonomics um, and throughout our entire design process to ensure that it's not only comfortable uh, for students, but it's also age appropriate and designed for different ages, um, appropriate for students with different adaptive needs. Um, and, you know, a lot of the issues of students not feeling comfortable, our products are being put into the classroom that are not designed for students. They're designed, you know, for generic new use or for adults. And so this is really causing this issue of uh, decreasing engagement, um, frustrated students because they're physically not comfortable with the ed tech in the classroom. Oh my goodness. I, I you know, I never really thought about this until you're having, you're talking about all these different agronomic things. And, you know, we see the stuff about like our desk chairs and our desk being agronomic, but I really didn't think about the comfort level for the students and, and the tools that they're using and how that feels. And also this goes like kind of hand in hand with accessibility, like making things accessible to students and making sure they're able to use the tools and have access for everything. Um, interesting stuff here. Definitely could talk about it all day. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm sure that we could. And I'm, you know, just thinking about like, you're talking about the pen and you know, how the different, like, I remember when in primary school, elementary school, when using a pencil, it was much bigger than it what we normally use. 
Um, so that's kind of thinking about the, the design from, you know, age appropriate situations. Um, but also too, what about the students who have certain physical disabilities and things like that? How can they still use these tools? And it sounds like that's what you're thinking about and that's what you're researching and that's what you're doing. Most definitely, you know, in all of our user tests uh, throughout the whole design process, uh, we ensure that all different student needs, both from developmental standpoint uh, for younger students, as well as students for with adaptive needs are taken into account. You know, especially if you think about younger students, uh, elementary school students, they physically haven't developed the fine motor skills um, that are needed to operate certain tech, such as a trackpad. And so you know, we've heard from educators themselves that they see students who were struggling with a certain task and they thought that it was the content. However, you know, when we introduced this concept to them and they added an age appropriate tool such as a mouse uh, to operate the laptop instead, they realized that it wasn't the content at all. It was just the uh, lack of appropriate tools in place. Yeah, so simple yet so impactful across the spectrum. Love that. So you've talked about a lot of different things that you're doing at Logitech. I want to know if there's anything that you can share with the audience that's coming up in the next year or so, things on the roadmap maybe that you can share without violating any NDA agreements. We'd love to hear what's coming up. Yeah, so we're, we're always continuing to innovate and create tools with at its core and North Star uh, from educator and student need. And one thing that's come up a lot lately is the noise pollution in classrooms. And one from research, we've seen that today's classrooms are just about as noisy as city traffic and uh, lawnmowers. <laughs> so you can get an idea of how noisy uh, they truly are. And of course, noise pollution can create distractions for students, uh, both impacting their energy levels and just reducing their stamina throughout the school day. And we truly believe that students and educators deserve to be heard and hear uh, no matter where the learning takes place. So we've been exploring ways on how to uh, amplify student voices, instruction, and also uh, turn down and reduce uh, this noise uh, pollution in the classroom. Oh, I love that. There's so much to sort through when it comes to ed tech and tools that it really needs to be simplified from the perspective of students and educators. So bravo for doing that. Um, and I look forward to seeing what's next. I can't wait to see how the AI and the VR and all that stuff, you know, starts to impact the tools that we're using. And you're just talking about this agronomics and stuff. And I'm thinking about those goggles that, you know, like the Oculus and things like that. And like how it hurts my neck to put that on. <laughs> uh, so that definitely needs some, it has some design flaws and needs some updating for sure. Um, 
So we've come to the final few minutes of the episode, and I appreciate all that you've shared, Maddie. I have two, really three final questions I'd like to ask you. So I want to know if there's anything that we missed and anything else that you'd like to share. And then you being this great expert and doing all this research, I want to know from you, what does the future of ed tech look like? So anything else you want to share and tell us about the future? Yeah, I'd love just to reiterate that, you know, North Star at Logitech is truly listening to educators, district leaders, and of course, incorporating student voice throughout the entire design process. And it's really a key piece. Um, And also, you know, at the end of the day, not only in the design process, but schools can also ask students themselves uh, when it comes to edtech hardware, uh, what would help them throughout the learning process throughout the school day. And as well as that, really taking into account this influx of one-to-one devices. You know, they're the same for every student, but we know that every student doesn't learn the same. So really thinking about when selecting ed tech, what additional tools can help students see and be seen, hear and be heard, and effectively interact uh, with others. And I love the question on the future. I know, put the, get the crystal ball out. It's time to tell us about the future. (laughs) Could again, talk about it all day. Um, But really firstly, you know, ed tech being more frequently designed for and with students' um, voice included. You know, we have educator voices quite common, uh, but really starting to ask students themselves uh, what they want to see and what types of interactions uh, they want to see. And particularly physically being designed uh, for kids rather than repurposing ed tech that was from a generic standpoint or for adults. Now, of course, students have different needs than adults from a developmental standpoint, from a physical standpoint, they have smaller hands, different stages of motor skill development, Um, An example of how we incorporated this concept, which we see being the future is with Logitech Pen. So from the ground up, uh, we designed it with students, uh, for students, and we had a really unique R&D process where we partnered with students between the ages of six uh, to 17, as well as educators from around the US to test uh, the design because we really wanted to understand the unique needs uh, of students and reduce barriers as much as possible. So for example, we incorporated a silicone no-slip grip that extended uh, further than originally planned to accommodate the different ways students hold a pencil, uh, reducing barriers uh, with a no-pairing needed design, which allows students and educators to easily collaborate and learn uh, together. So to summarize, you know, making sure that it's designed from the ground up uh, with student voice incorporated throughout the process. So it really sounds like the future is definitely listening to what the students and the learners need and adapting to that. Most definitely, most definitely. Excellent. I love it. And I'm so glad to hear that the, you know, 
a general theme has come through this conversation is that you really listen to the needs of your consumers and your customers, and you really take into consideration their needs and wants and put that into fruition for them so that they feel comfortable with the tech. And I really love that so much. Definitely. We really see it as a mandatory part of everything that we do. Yeah, that's great. Well, Maddie, I can't thank you enough for coming on the sh- on the show and talking about all the things you're doing at Logitech and sharing your about your journey. Um, we're definitely going to include everything in the show notes on how to get in contact with you, find you out on LinkedIn world, and also just talk about and see all the things that they're doing at Logitech. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us, Holly. Really appreciate it. Of course. You've just experienced an another amazing episode of EdUp EdTech. Be sure to visit our website at edupedtech.com to get all the updates on the latest EdTech happenings. See you next time.